Welcome to Half Finished to Done, a podcast for passionate business owners like you who are ready to stop procrastinating and start finishing all of your half-done projects. I'm your host, Christina, and I'm looking forward to helping you finish your projects in a calm, sustainable way using a simple, repeatable process. All along the way, we'll be working through the mental, emotional, and logistical obstacles that are standing between you and extraordinary projects. Let's get into it. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is a really important foundational episode about project finishing. So if you've been listening to the podcast and especially the client stories of people who have gone through my program, what you'll notice is that everybody talks about these different skill sets, but you've never heard me talk about those three skill sets in one place. So that's this episode. The three skill sets that every project finisher needs are deep work, the ability to focus on one thing for 60 to 75 minutes, Monday hour one, which is the ability to plan out your week in one hour per week, and then project planning, which is the ability to manage a project across an eight-week sprint. If you master these three skill sets, or even if you just improve these three skill sets, you will sustainably and repeatedly be able to finish projects in a way that you love. And I have two pieces of really good news for you up front. So the first piece of good news is that you do not need to be a total expert in these three skills in order to finish projects. Like I said, you just need to see improvement. And the reason that I know that that's true is because when my clients join Half Finished to Done Live, they self-assess themselves on these three skill sets on our kickoff day. And then we measure the three skills over the course of our eight weeks together. And what I have seen time and time again is that if my clients are paying attention to the three skills and actively improving them, even if they're not a 10 out of 10 by the middle of the program or by the end of the program, they still are able to finish their projects. So again, like some people like to say, we're looking for progress, not perfection. And the second piece of good news is that these three skill sets are actually fundamentally the same skill set. They're being executed across different timelines. So deep work is that 60 to 75 minutes. Monday hour one is one week and project planning is eight weeks, but they actually rely on the same style of thinking. So once you master one, you can easily transfer that to the next skill set. And I'm actually going to spontaneously add in a third piece of good news. Why not add more good news, right? The third piece of really good news is that even if you heard the description of the three skills and your immediate thought was, I'm not doing those, what I want you to think about is that you probably are living the essence of those three skills more than you think you are. So here's a quick example is you might be like, well, I don't do deep work, but the truth is you probably do focus, if not for 60 to 75 minutes, maybe for 15 minutes or 20 minutes. So you already have some level of the skill built up and now we just want to improve and amplify. So that's another piece of really good news. So before I tell you more about what the three skill sets have in common, I wanna invite you to do your own self-assessment. So how would you self-assess yourself on the ability to focus on demand for 60 to 75 minutes on your most important work on a scale of one to 10? How would you self-rate your ability to plan out your week in a way that works for you on a scale of one to 10. And then third, how would you self-rate your ability to make a project plan and execute on that plan for your most important project, take it all the way to completion, overcoming obstacles along the way on a scale of one to 10? 
And I want to actually encourage you to write those down. If you do join Half Finished It On Live, you're going to want to have those accessible so that we can see your progress. And if you want to send them to me, you can actually just message them to me on Instagram, Peak Coaching. I always love to see these numbers and I can show you exactly where I would love to see you improve in a way that's going to make your projects a lot more fun and a lot more seamless. But now let's get into what these three skills are really all about. The simplest way to describe the three skills together is it's telling you the what, the why, the when, the where, and the how of your projects. So what I think is really interesting about Half Finished to Done Live is that sometimes I'll say a sentence and it just kind of comes out of my mouth and I don't think twice about it. And then I'll have a client who comes back to me weeks or months later and it's like, that was the one sentence that changed everything for me. And so I had a client who heard this phrase of the what, the when, the why, the where, and the how. And she was like, that was it. That was my moment that I realized why projects were so hard for me. Because I've never told myself when I'm going to do them, why they're important for me to do, how I'm actually going to get them done, and then where that's going to happen. And so I want to give that moment to you of what I call the it makes sense moment where you're like, oh my God, no freaking wonder projects have felt so difficult to me. Okay. If I can master the three skills or improve the three skills, it's going to make project finishing so much easier. And what's particularly interesting about this is that if you came from a corporate background, which most people do before they start running a business, what you'll realize is that in your job, even if it was pretty flexible and you had a lot of autonomy, you were still handed a lot of the what, the when, the where, the why, the how, right? You were handed that by your boss, by the leadership team. And as a business owner, you have 100% responsibility for developing that for yourself. So if you feel like your self-ratings suck (laughs) or aren't as good as you would like them to be, just keep in mind that this is a learned skill set that there's probably no reason you should have learned up to this point. So part of my job as a coach and as a podcaster is to just remind you of the truth of things, especially in a way that makes you feel better. And the truth is you probably didn't ever learn these skills. So if you want to feel bad about your current self-assessment numbers, totally your prerogative. I make sense, but you don't have to. From there, what the three skills have in common is that they are results-first planning. This is really important because the way that most people plan is either they don't, (laughs) or if you do plan, what usually happens is that you make a giant to-do list of all the things that you should be doing. And then you hope, even if it's unconscious, there's this level of hope that it adds up to the result that you want. And often you don't even know what that result is. So it's very wishful thinking kind of planning versus when you use the three skills, we're going to look at what is the specific result that you want, what actually matters here. And then we're going to reverse engineer your action steps. So we know the result that you want, it's measurable, it's tangible. And then we're going to figure out what action steps could you take that would guarantee this result, not hope for this result, but guarantee it. 
And if you're immediately like, well, I can't guarantee it. All I can do is plan for the best. That's totally okay. I just like to use the word guarantee because it snaps your brain into problem solving in a way that hoping doesn't. So I'll give you a really clear example here is social media. So a lot of people are like, I'm going to grow my social media. It's really vague and it's undefined and it's not actually the result that they want. The actual result that they want is more sales and more conversions, but they're measuring Instagram growth or Facebook growth instead of the result that they actually want. Results first planning is saying, I want X amount of revenue. Now what needs to be done? What is the fastest, most efficient way to get that revenue that I desire? So it's not always revenue that people are coming into the program for. I have clients who are looking to really build out their social capital or they're looking to create more courses or workbooks or processes to save themselves time. So there's a lot of things that we can measure, but we just want to be super clear on what we're actually measuring. That is results first planning. And then I alluded to the next step, which is figuring out what are the action steps I could take that would make this result inevitable. And when you're in this mindset, what you do is you zoom in on the things that are simplest and most high value and you get rid of everything else. So let me tell you, I see this all the time. I hear this from clients all the time. I ask, what is the number one result that you want in your business right now? Or what are the top three results that you want? And some people don't know the answer right away, but other people do. And then my next question is, what needs to be done for you to get that result? What are the simplest, lowest hanging fruit ways to accomplish that? And most people can give me an answer within, let's say, five minutes of back and forth conversation. And then I ask the secret third question, which is, are you doing that thing? And most people are doing almost none of the things or literally none of the things that they know would actually produce the most results for them in their business and with their projects. It's crazy. So if you're having a moment where you're like, oh, Jesus, that's me, you're in the right place. Um, This is anecdotal evidence, but this is actually backed up by research. So there's a book called Decisive. I highly recommend it. It's by the brothers Dan and Chip Heath. And one thing that they talk about is that they went to managers at companies and they asked them, what is your number one priority right now? They had all the managers write down the priority. And then they looked at their calendars and they found that 0%, 0% of those managers had anything on their calendar that had anything to do with their number one priority. I just want you to sit with that for a second because it blows my mind. Like that is absolutely ludicrous. But again, it makes sense. If you're not getting the results you want in your business, it's because your time is misaligned and it's because you're not doing results first planning or you're not doing results first planning at the level to which you need to in order to truly get your results. So bringing it back to the three skills, they are results first planning, making your results inevitable in a way that will get you serious traction. The next thing that makes the three skills fundamentally the same skill is that they all require you to be ruthlessly honest with yourself about your mental and emotional and logistical bandwidth. What this really means is that most people, when they plan, they are unintentionally lying to themselves. They are being completely unrealistic about the bandwidth that they actually have, their capacity 
And then by the end of the week or the end of the day or the end of the month, it's backfired. So if you're listening, you've probably experienced this where you have high hopes going into the week. You're like, this is the week. This is the day where it's all going to change. You put all these time blocks on your calendar back to back to back and you're going to be so productive. And then one thing gets out of whack and then you hit this whole like snowball downhill effect where now all of a sudden you're like, calendaring is stupid and I hate it. Okay, so you're in the right place again if that's happened to you. The three skills are the antidote to this because they require honesty. So let me give you an example of this in action. Let's say that you decide you really want to work first on the skill of deep work. And so you decide you're going to put three one-hour calendar blocks on your schedule every day for the next week. So you're committed, you're excited, you're going to get the work done, you know what you're going to do during those work blocks. But then let's say that the work block comes and instead of 60 minutes, you actually end up taking 90 minutes. So you underestimated how long your thing would take or you work on it, you get a little distracted. Maybe you do finish it, but then you start critiquing it. So you're editing it and tweaking it. So instead of 60 minutes, it now takes 90 minutes. So over the course of one work week, if you've underestimated your three daily blocks by 30 minutes each, it adds seven and a half hours to your week. Out of a 40-hour work week, that's a huge percentage. So now all of a sudden you have this extra seven and a half hours of work that you didn't account for. So the reason that the three skills matters is because you're going to get this data. You're going to be super onto yourself by looking at the facts. Okay, I'm underestimating on average by 30 minutes. What is going on here that I need to fix? And so instead of carrying around this extra weight of unfinished work and unrealistic expectations of yourself and then carrying the emotional burden of that all week long, you're actually giving yourself an opportunity to be honest with your time, your energy, and your scheduling so that you're not suffering the effect of your unrealistic planning all week long. And then the last thing, which is super important when you are working on these three skills, if you want to finish extraordinary projects, is that every single one of the skills has a built-in self-evaluation mechanism, which is just fancy words for it's going to make you look at your own behavior and figure out what's working and what's not working so you can figure out what you're going to do differently. And the reason that this is so important is because understanding the way that you operate and why is probably the most important skill set you can have as a human being. I'm just going to say that that boldly. It is the bedrock of every single habit change that you want to make. It's the basis of every business you're ever going to run, every relationship that you have, understanding the way that you operate and then knowing how to change what you don't like and how to double down on what you do like, I mean, invaluable as a skill set. So if we tie that specifically to the three skills, the reason that this is important is because if you have been living on this planet for multiple decades, which you all have if you're listening, what happens is you develop these habits often unconsciously, and then you just play them out over and over and over again. And you feel stuck in your own habits. So you feel often like you're acting against your own will. The three skill sets allow you to plan out your time 
and then look at that planning and look at that execution and be like, okay, turns out it doesn't actually work for me to do my most focused work at 7 p.m. at night. Good to know. I need to move that time. Or it turns out that I'm committing to things that literally physically cannot fit into the 168 hours that I have in any given week. Good to know. Or every single time that someone calls me and texts me and messages me on Slack or walks into the room, I unintentionally prioritize that over the work that I've said is most important to me in my life. Good to know. Because once you've been running these self-evaluations, then you can make the changes you want to make. So what I'll say about this self-evaluation piece is that it's also a learned skill set. Most of us didn't learn the skill of self-evaluating when we were growing up. So if you don't know how to do this, I support you a lot in Half Finished to Done Live. You submit your self-evaluations as it relates to your one chosen project. You submit those every week. And then I actually give you feedback on your self-evaluation. So for example, I might say, hey, your what worked section is not robust enough. We need to find more wins. We need to get you more focused on what is working. You need to flesh that out more. Or I might say your what's not working section is not specific enough. It's really vague in a way that makes it impossible to actually fix these things because you're not actually sure what the real problem is. Or I might say your last section, what I'll do differently, it's not, again, specific enough in a way that you can actually go out and implement next week. So I'll give you all of that feedback on your self-evaluations. Okay, so that is what the three skills have in common. It's how they all dovetail together to really make you into a project finisher. And I just wanted to take a minute to share my personal experience with these three skill sets. You may have heard me share my story before, but basically how I used to operate is that I would have a million and a half ideas at any given time And I've always been super passionate and super committed, but I would start a bunch of things and then I would get them to a certain point and then I'd hit that valley of despair. I'd get a little bored, I'd lose interest, and then I'd be on to the next thing. So it was fine. I got to experience a ton of different things, but I never really got the ultimate results that I wanted because I never stuck with things long enough. And what I didn't understand back then, what nobody had ever explained to me was that I was actually in control of sticking with something if I wanted to, that I could learn to generate the motivation and the feeling of invested and the commitment to keep going even when it was uncomfortable. Nobody taught me that shit. So day to day, what this looked like was that I either had motivation or I didn't. I would wake up and be like, has the motivation fairy blessed me with motivation? I guess not okay, now I need to feel really bad and then worry if my motivation's ever gonna come back. I know someone listening relates to that. I'm laughing, but it was so painful to be like, I may never be motivated again and then worry about the rest of my life. So in contrast, as I've really dedicated myself to learning these three skill sets and really mastering them, what has changed for me is that I feel so much more certain that I'm gonna get the results that I want in my business. That doesn't mean that I always get them the first try, but I know that I can keep trying for the same result over and over again because I'm so persistent and I'm so resilient, but it doesn't come anymore from a place of willpower or like discipline. It's just dedication. I've gotten so much more clear about the action steps that are needed to get the results that I want. 
And those action steps have become so much more effective and efficient. So it means I actually work way less in my business, but I produce better results because I'm clear about what's really high value and what's fluff. It's given me the ability to take so much downtime and free time, especially in the last year as I've been really fatigued, and to know that that was not going to derail me. So let me emphasize this actually with the three skills is that they are not just about working hard. They're about working hard and stepping away from work too without guilt. So the example that I always use with my clients is if you're going on vacation and you have literally nothing planned, your Monday hour one schedule for the week is done. It might be blank, but you did it. That's your Monday hour one. So the Monday hour one is just telling yourself the truth about how you're going to spend your time. And it's deciding ahead of time, hey, I'm not going to work this week. And that's going to feel amazing. And then the last huge, huge, huge impact for me has been the ability to self-evaluate. And I do this with everything. So I evaluate my launches. I evaluate my podcast episodes. I evaluate my coaching calls, everything. And I look at how did I show up in that situation? Do I like how I showed up? If so, why? What am I believing about myself that's letting me show up in a way that I like? And what am I not liking about how I'm showing up and how do I want to do things differently moving forward? That skill set applied to the three skills, but just applied to everything in my life has made me so much more self-assured, so much more confident, so much more calm, and so much more self-loving. And I would say it's made me more empathetic towards other people because I can understand that it's freaking hard to look at your own behavior and make changes. And here's the last thing I'll say personally about the three skills is that I would not say I'm at a 10 out of 10 with these three skills. I think there's always room for improvement, but I don't always actively work on improving them. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? This is good enough. This is getting my projects done in a way that I like. Awesome. That is good enough. So you might be like a seven or an eight on these three skill sets and be like, you know what? Done. We're good here. So let's use this though to transition over back to you. And what I want you to think about, which is gonna sound hypocritical to what I just said, but just play with me for a minute, is what would life look like if you self-rated yourself 10 out of 10 on all three skill sets? So if you really nailed the ability to focus on demand on your most important work, if you really nailed the ability to plan out your weeks in a really proactive way that you love, And if you really nailed the ability to plan out your projects over the course of eight weeks, make them extraordinary, but also realistic, what would life look like for you that's different than it looks right now? So sit with that is what would it look like to really master these three skill sets? How would that improve my projects, which would then improve my business, which would then improve my life? And again, if you ever want to share your answers, you can always just DM me on Instagram, Peak Coaching. If you're not on Instagram, it's hello at peakcoaching.co. I always love to hear from you all. And if you're ready to work on these three skill sets with me, with my support, and with my processes, you can join Half Finished to Done Live. So listen to the rest of the episode for your call to action to go book a consult with me for Half Finished to Done Live. And I hope to work with you there. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Half Finished to Done podcast. If you're ready to become a self-assured repeat project finisher, the best place to work with me is in my eight-week group coaching program, Half Finished to Done Live. 
You'll leave our time together with one finished project and the skills you need to finish any project, personal or business, in the future. Just head to peakcoaching.co slash HFD live for your next step. Can't wait to work with you.